Thanks, Mom. Are we going this way, Ben, overall, you guys ready? Yep. Ben, overall assessment of this game was kind of strange. Again, you limited them to 18 shots, but still seven goals. Yeah, no, I mean, we gave up some, the those shots we gave, maybe it wasn't a ton of shots, but they were the quality of shots. So yeah, we had our breakdowns, and I think just at the end of the day, we were, ran out of gas. So I don't think it was truly a seven to three game per se, but, uh, you know, we, get, we were up in the third period, so. A little bit disheartening, but you know, overall, a lot of the guys, you know, our goal this week was to progressively get better, learn, and get ready to get for, get ready for training camp. So I thought a lot of guys service themselves very well at this camp, and they'll have a day of rest tomorrow and be ready to go for training camp on Thursday. Obviously, it does say a lot, though. After dropping to Minnesota, they did show some great result to get to the yeah. championship. Yeah, no, and you know, it's it's and it's a good lesson as a pro. You're going to have ups and downs, and it's what you take away from it. So I think the experiences that they had this week, uh, and and. You know, got to know each other, got to know the coaching staff here. They're going to have data to think about it tomorrow, and then they're going to go into camp, and they're going to be around all the full-time NHL players, and that's important for them to be around those guys and learn from them. You move uh, Valeno off the first line to start that third period just to generate some offense? Yeah, well, you know, we didn't get a lot going, so just tried to spark him up a little bit, and you know, it worked initially, and then we just kind of ran out of gas. So. Well, those things happen, and uh, you just try and find a little bit of different combinations to generate a little bit more offense. Did you, you, you got to know Philip Zadine a little bit this week, and mm -hmm. he sounded pretty hard on himself. Is there something you can say to him about the way he played? Uh, no, I think the biggest thing is he competes and he cares, and he almost cares too much at times. So, you know, he's uh, he's got high expectations, and he'll have to learn to, to kind of measure those those highs and those lows. But you know, that's part of growing up, part of being a pro. You know, we, we, we asked you about Sedina before. I mean, he's mm -hmm. been a target during this tournament. I, uh, he's one, I mean, that hit, did you mm -hmm. see it? And, and what did you think of it? No, we saw it and I looked at it in tape. And is you know, whenever you come and cut across the blue line, you are somewhat vulnerable. And there is an onus on the player that's making the hit not to hit him in the head. But we looked at it on tape. And I didn't see it live, so I didn't make a big stink with the referees. And they made the right call. Was, he cut across. Maybe he's a little late, but, you know, he didn't catch him in the, in the head at all. Do you think that it was just a two-minute rough penalty? Or you agree with the call, or it could have been a roughing penalty? It could have been no penalty. You know, so you know, it, it was that kind of borderline thing. Those hits happen in hockey. And, you know, I thought Billy Siriarby did a great job of getting in there for a guy that was twice his size. Right, so I, was say, yeah, I think that did, reflects well on him. Yeah. Right. right. Talk about Siriarby in yeah. the tournament that he's had because he, he, you know, a guy that's you know, like we we've already talked about to you. You know, kind of caught up in a little bit of a numbers game last year. Uh, but uh, you know he, uh, he he acquitted himself quite well. Yeah, well, his biggest attribute is his skating ability. You saw it. His, his deception going back on pucks, his little fakes to, to shake off defenders, and you know that's when he's at his best when he's moving his feet. Now, this was against you know this is a rookie tournament. Bear in mind, so it's a little bit different when you have guys that are a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger, a little bit faster. So. He'll have to continue to elevate his game as we go through camp here. But you know, from where he was at the end of last year and throughout the year in Grand Rapids to the summer to, to where he is now, he's making strides and he's making progress. I don't know how many minutes he logged, but Dennis Cholowski seemed to be a workhouse, yeah. worker, a workhorse out there. Can you? I'm having trouble. It's yeah, well, I don't know. it's good. Holiday. No, no Den, uh, Dennis said obviously you can tell he put a lot of work in over the summer. The the fact that he can play four games in five nights and log the amount of minutes that he did and have the success that he did in this quick little tournament, you know, speaks to the work he put in over the summer. So, you know, I'm sure he's learned a lot. I'm sure he's tired, but uh, you know, he he serviced himself well. Who else? I mean, we always ask about the high end picks. You know, Rasmus had a good tournament. Mm -hmm. Who do you think maybe an unsung hero, somebody you thought that really stepped up their game and maybe uh, elevated themselves within the eyes of the organization, or at least your eyes? Yeah, well, I don't want to single anyone out, but I mean, I, I think some guys. Trevor Yates did a great job. Uh, 
you know, just playing a, a steady two-way game. Uh, I think uh, Trevor Hamilton did a very great job, you know, just a solid two-way defenseman as well. He showed that he's a good skater and, you know, uh, to think off the top of my head, I thought uh, I thought Gilmer is where I saw him last, to where he's now is uh, developed nice, and I thought Gallant did as well to, to where those guys are. So uh, I'm sure I am forgetting other guys, but uh, no, there were uh, you know the guy. I think just as a group, I think guys progressed over the week nicely. If uh, Red Wing fans, so despite losing this game, do you, it seems that people that I've talked with in the organization are pretty encouraged by. Yeah. this prospects turn yeah. into. No, and it is encouraging. I mean, you saw some of the guys, you get a little bit of a taste of the skill level that they have and the the, the compete level that they have. And it's nice to see against other organizations and other teams. So, uh, you know, some of these guys won't be pros for another couple of years. Some will be pros next year, and some might even be in Detroit next year. So, it, uh, you know, it's a good time for the organization. People and the fans should be excited because there's a lot of good good talent coming through the pipeline. What was your read on Giovanni's game today? You got a couple goals and seemed to create some havoc in the Oh, I thought Giovanni played fantastic tonight. He, when he's moving his feet, he keeps things simple. Uh, he plays with energy. He, that's when he's most effective. And you know, it's tough to to play that kind of game for you know over a course of a season for you know 76 games in the American League, 82 in the NHL. But if he can learn to figure that out and kind of I don't want to say pace yourself, but kind of pick and choose his spots well and still be effective playing that way, he's gonna he's gonna be okay. You know, because he's such a physical specimen, though. But he showed a nice offensive touch that first goal yeah. was, was beautiful. Yeah, no, and, you know, he, he does have you know, good feet, good hands. It's underrated at times, but he's still going to have to continue to work on that aspect of his game. But, I mean, you see, and that's the thing with the younger players, excuse me, you see the highs and the lows, and you got to just get in it to a consistent level. As a developmental coach, seeing players that, that, you, that might be playing for you this upcoming season, can you talk about the tournament as a learning experience for yourself? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it was good for our staff and uh, for myself to, I guess, kick the rust off a little bit and get back into you know, line matches, line changes, when things aren't going well to change things up. And you know, are players playing too much? Are they playing too little? And yeah, you know, for me, it's a learning. Yeah, that, that's a good point. It is a learning process for me too. So this this is a great way to to do it in an environment where it's competitive and and, get, and shake the rust off. And going going into training camp, how does your role change? Uh, well, uh, since I, I, not my call anymore <laughs> this week to a certain extent, you know, is with input from the, the management and, and player development guys. It was, you know, it was our staff's responsibility to, to take the lead here. And then, you know, now it's Blash's lead and, you know, I'll do whatever the, the organization needs us to do. You know, unlike last year, though, where it was really, you could tell it was the Red Wings, the teams were split, Red Wings, Griffins, and walleye or free agent guys this yep. year because of the competition it's a real mix I mean all three teams are uh, like a, a composite of everything of everything in the organization uh, so in, in a way you'll be coaching Red Wings Griffins and mm -hmm. uh, and walleye I mean so do you think that uh, in a strange sense, I mean, you probably have more responsibility than you would if you were coaching last year's, if that makes any sense, because you would probably be with just Grand Rapids guys, not to take anything yeah. away from No, no, yeah, and that's fair. Like, the teams this year, they are split up a little bit, even because they, they want there to be healthy competition for jobs this year. So, you know, that's, uh, it doesn't matter who you're coaching or who's on your, your team or whatever. In training camp, you, you try and teach as much as possible, and you get these guys ready for these exhibition games so they can put themselves in the best position to have success. 
We obviously see what happens out here. You get a lot more time away from the rink. Who stood out to you in that capacity in terms of habits and everything we don't see in a game setting? Well, you know, for me, it's, it's it's night and day from even five, ten years ago how these guys take care of themselves away from the rink and just the nutritional aspects and the, you know, making sure that you're well rested and I mean, it's these guys understand how much is at stake as they go further in their career. So, I think there's an understanding that you know that this is a once in a lifetime opportunity to a certain extent to make sure you leave a good impression and to make sure you continue to be a good pro because there's only a certain window of opportunity to to grasp in, in professional hockey. Great.